Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, I've picked another card out of our little My Ex Trash Talk Therapy game. And Tom, I have a question for you. In one word, the type of person I'm attracted to is... Caring. Oh, that's nice. In And to expound on the one wordness, I seem to uh, uh, fall for women that work in uh, helping others, I suppose. Uh, occupational therapists, speech therapists, those kind of... And that's what they do for their job and they, they that's their endeavour. They help others. So Beautiful. Caring. Beautiful. I love that. Elizabeth Best. Funny. Funny. Funny is your, 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 your I, answer. I know. And quite often it leaves me stuck with cocky bastards because they've just got banter and that's all and that's it. got. That's it. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a, I always went for the class clown kind of person. Yep. So, no, that's fair. And yeah. I, that would probably be a pretty, a pretty popular answer, right? Yeah, yeah. Funny. Funny seems to be the, um, uh, a common one. Hmm. Very good. Just in one word, funny and caring. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And look, uh, now that you said caring, I'm like, shit, that probably should have been mine. <sighs> benefit, of, benefit of going first, Elizabeth. <laughs> but it's just, the, it's honestly the first word that came into my head when I picked up this card, because if you, if, if we can't have fun together, I just kind of go, what's the point? Like they don't have to be a comedian dishing out one-liners every two seconds, but yes. I want someone who can have bands with me and, and is fun. Is it fun or funny? Maybe you want fun. Maybe yeah, it's a maybe it's, a it's like a general silliness, but yes. also mature at the same time. But that's not one word, Tom. You see, <laughs> I want too many things. <laughs> yes, too many rules. Welcome to go. Ghost of Boyfriend's Past. I am Liz Best. And I'm Tom Harris. Hello. It is one of our main episodes, which means yes. we have a guest. Yep. Our guest today is a Brisbane author, poet, podcast creator, former radio personality, J.M. Donnellan. Josh, Hello, welcome. Now, tell us a little bit about this resume of yours, author. What have you written that's, that people may be able to check out? Uh, well, I released two books last month, which is an insane thing to do. Two Don't books in one month? It. Yeah, it's what a, an overachiever. I wrote them two years apart, but they're, they're through different publishers and they just kept moving their schedules further and further in alignment. Wow. Um, so that was pretty funny. So I'll never do it again. It's but like I the released, month of Josh, the yeah. month of J.M. Donnellan. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> last month I released Rumors of Her Death, which is a surreal, I guess, surreal literary thriller working on a film adaptation at the moment. That's so exciting. Uh, and then I also released Lenore's Last Funeral, which is a gothic mystery dark comedy about a professional mourner. That sounds hilarious. I will look out for both of them. In fact, I've got a little press copy of Rumours of Her Death before me and I am very excited because this is actually one of my most read genres. So I'm very excited to have a flick through when you're gone. And uh, you mentioned dark comedy as well and that's such a wonderful avenue to to sort of play with and explore. It's my favourite kind of comedy. Blood and laughter. You put those things together, it's a good time. Absolutely, absolutely. A little bit of dry wit in there as well. Mm -hmm. Perfection, Mm -hmm. perfection. But uh, Josh, the author, has found himself on a on a little 
relationship podcast, this one, Ghosts of Boyfriends Past, where we tell stories about love, romance, dating, sex gone by, mm. sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so, you're in the building for a reason. Mm. Yes. And I assume there must be a story or two. Come oh, I thought this was conversations. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, uh, sorry, we're not here to interview you. You have to share okay. a story <laughs> okay, got it. or you can leave. Okay. No, that's <laughs> fair. That's legit. Easier options. That's fair. Uh, I thought I would tell a pretty fun slash heartbreaking story about um, an international romance I had. I may have a, a problem. I had four long-distance relationships, which is too many. That's, that's the wrong like amount. One it's the is wrong difficult, yeah. right? Two is... Folly. Three is insanity. <laughs> Four oh. is wrong. Because I, I travel a lot and I'm a hopeless romantic. So. Right. Look, I can't fault your motives, yeah. but um, insanity. So I want to tell uh, this particular one takes cr- uh, place across four continents. Uh, and it's a pretty wild ride. So. Four continents. Okay. There's only seven on the planet. <laughs> so <laughs> the majority of the continents are covered. Yeah. Nice, wow. nice. Yeah. Okay, well, look, we've got to do the rules because that's what our lawyers tell us that we have to do. Yes, and new listen, new readers keep tr- uh, trickling along to this show week in, week out, so it's for them. Uh, some of you have been listening for four years now. Thank you, you so much. We love off, you. Yeah, we also love the seconds. new ones, not just, you know. But the rules, okay, so the first rule is that we're going to have you come up with an alias for anyone that you're talking about. Um, I... I would suggest not coming up with one that starts with the same letter as their actual name yes. because I made that mistake yes. and I couldn't stop. <laughs> um, rule number two, Tom. When you f- if those of you at home who figure out who uh, Josh is and who they're talking about today, if you piece it together, well done to you, but we're not going to have any sharing of real names, mobile numbers, places of work, nothing, no sharing or doxing of, of private information. It's not what we're about. We're about getting stories out there that make you maybe laugh, might make you cry, and we all learn a little thing or two. We're not about shaming anyone for doing anything. We're just about storytelling, living, right. laughing. We're I fucking don't know. I'm kumbaya. not going to say live, laugh, love. That's disgusting. <laughs> I hate myself. We are kumbaya up in this bitch and we need an alias. <laughs> yes, no, no, no we first. did that one. No, no threats. threats. <laughs> no threats on, on the microphone. As soon as our producer uh, stops recording, threat away. But yes. for now, if you can just for half an hour, no threats. Thank you very much. Okay. I might threaten if someone's horrible though. Okay. Just under you my breath. No, get, okay, the lawyer said no. Sorry. <laughs> I won't threaten anybody this time. Oh, okay, Josh. So hard. Situate us. Yes. Where Where does this story begin? All right, so I was making my way through India and I was having a spectacular time. I'd started, I did a little bit of volunteer English teaching and I had a, a very brief but very delightful travel romance and uh, we parted ways. We're like, that was lovely. Great to meet you. Have a good time. Probably never see you again. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Travel romances, the best. Uh, so I, I left that little uh, group I was working with and I met up with my best friend and we travelled through the Himalayas and it was all very striking and spectacular. Yeah, wow. uh, we went to this gorgeous little village. The name escapes me, but it's famous for these landscapes that look like a lunar landscape, except they have um, uh, monasteries on top of them. So it's, mm. it's wow. really striking and beautiful. It's, it's spectacular. So we're trekking through there and we got to the village quite late and so all the restaurants were closed so we found the only place that was open that was just someone's house where they also served food. And we went in and we were like, we are starving. Uh, do you have food? And like, yeah, 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 no problem, no problem, no problem. Um, so we sat down. We ordered the one thing on the menu, which is Momo's, which is great because mm. Momo's are the best. What are Momo's? I don't know. Uh, they're like little dumplings. No, dumplings. Oh, yeah, okay, so delicious. So we sit down, we're chatting. And this, uh, this woman comes in and we start doing the traveler back and forth. Everyone knows the questions, right? Where yeah. are you from? Where have you been? 
Uh, I love that jobs don't come into it when you're a traveler. It's not very important. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. So it's just like, where are you from? Where have you been? How's your trip been so far? Tell me something with it's happened. We have that whole chat. The meal takes, without exaggeration, two to three hours to show up, uh, wow. which is funny, but fine. <laughs> so we're chatting to this person, Ivy, and she's incredible. She's a former ballerina, former neuroscientist, current political science major. I'm whiz. sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's annoyingly impressive, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Thank the you rest of us look word. like chumps, okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, dial it back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so she's incredible. She's very funny, very smart, very fascinating. We talked to her for hours and hours. We finally get our food. We finish, and then my friend's like, I'm tired, I'm going to go sleep. I was like, all right, well, we're going to keep hanging out. So Ivan and I go up uh, to this hilltop, and we watch the sunset, and... I've just finished this little travel romance. She's in the process of breaking up with someone. She's, I got to go back to America and break up with this guy. It's not working out, but you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, cool, cool, cool. So nothing romantic happens, but it's a very before sunrise situation. Right. We're there for hours talking and talking. Uh, I think we might have stayed up most of the night. So we talked and talked and talked and talked. Next day, she's going back to New York to break up with this guy. So we had this amazing connection, swapped emails, parted for a while. Uh, we became really good pen pals, which I super recommend. I know we're in the digital age. Write some letters. Like old school pen pals, yes. like full on handwritten yeah. letters. We swapped emails, but I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know when I'm going to see this person again. So let's go slow there and is, low tech. There is something to be said about the tiny, a little thrill of getting something through your letterbox that isn't a fucking bill or it's, something. It's something I physical. cannot it's remember tangible. the last time that I have received something in an envelope. Like parcels different, but something in an mm. envelope that hasn't been a bill or some kind of solicitation. I think the fact that it's rarer now makes it more special yep. you yeah. know this, this was some time ago so it was still rare-ish but now it's uh, it's a rare thing indeed but anyway so we had this pen pal thing going on it was pretty great um and then a couple of years passed, i believe she came out to visit with her boyfriend at the time she came to australia and they stayed with me and i remember thinking this guy's okay he's he's cool he's, he's all right but uh not bad She's in a different league. It's uh, <laughs> working. Right. Uh, anyway, so we hung out and that was all fine. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then they went back home. She split up with that guy. And then I had my big North South America trip planned. And the first stop was going to be New York. I was like, I'm going to go stay uh, with Ivy. That's cool. And she was like, yeah, come stay with me. That'll be cool. She meets me in the train station. We talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. I uh, go to bed the first night. I got in quite late. The next day we went out to some bar. And then it all happened very quickly. It was very intense, very romantic, very rapidly. Um, it was wonderful. It was lots of dive bars. Plus it's New York. You know, New there's York just is, everything happening yeah. all the time. It's it one was, of my favorite places in the entire world. I mean, yeah. It lives up to the rep. I'm yeah, going to say it. It does. It's got a rep it and does. it deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm there in winter. It's it's like pre-Christmas time. All the lights <gasps> are up. It's pretty. That's my favorite yeah, part. I've been there it's twice pre-Christmas and yeah. it's just so romantic. Yeah. Like you're walking down the streets. Everything's lit up. There's giant baubles over here and there's, you know, Christmas light displays on different buildings and, and, and it starts snowing and then you're just like, what is this rom-com that I'm in? <laughs> yeah. What is I think, this rom-com? I think it's actually illegal to not fall in love yeah. when you go there yeah. at that time. Yeah. I think there's laws I mean, I didn't because I've got yeah. resting bitch face and no one talks to me when I'm traveling. <laughs> 
Yes. But we did that and she was like, do you want to go see Salman Rushdie talk tonight? And I was like, um, uh, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, we went to see like amazing jazz bands. We went to Birdlands, like, uh, you know, I'm a big jazz nerd. So it was very, very special <gasps> for me. We were the youngest people there by about 30 years. Um, so it's all great. Uh, this is a manic pixie dream girl. It's, it's right? insane. No, she, she's fab. So we go out one night and I'm wearing a hoodie and I wanted to really impress her friends. I was like, I know this is only going to be a brief thing, but I still want to impress her friends. We go out and they're talking about books. They're all really, you know, big readers, which is great. And one of them is talking about how her favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird. And I, I pray that people listening to this will have a moment like this at some point in their lives. I unzip my hoodie. Underneath, uh, I'm wearing fantastic. a To Kill a Mockingbird yep. t-shirt. Fantastic. Which is why you should wear some kind of band or book or film t-shirt. Just in case. Every day of your life. Just in case that's not your And habits. you can demonstrate how cool you are yeah, was, to the right people. It was a uh, highly <laughs> chef's kiss. Uh, so that was great. So we had this heady uh, whirlwind kind of romance. A couple weeks finishes up. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to do the rest of my trip. I'll Aww. see you later. This has been Aww. pretty cool. Uh, so I go off to Colombia and Colombia's incredible. I love Colombia very, very much. Uh, and she had a trip to Argentina planned. And so I go to Colombia. I'm staying in this weird hotel with a tortoise that just walks around the place. I open yep. my door to a tortoise, just walk around. Yep. Yep. There's this, this dude called um, Super Mario who's trying to sell me drugs every day. Uh, yes. on the street, like Super every Mario, day. tortoise. Yes, that's right. That every, every day. And my, my favorite, favorite thing. My friend uh, was staying in a hostel around the corner. It was coming up to New Year's. And the blackboard says, like, this week's entertainment, you know, open mic night, some crappy pop band. Shakira and so everyone's yeah. like okay and there were people were like could it be Shakira she is from <laughs> Colombia and I was like do you think no. that Oasis play your local crappy London pub because they're from England that is an insane statement uh, so it turned out to just be a drag queen, queen doing Shakira songs which is ultimate outcome uh, yes. incredible yes. anyway so I'm, I'm having this wonderful time but I'm hurting like hell my heart is aching oh. and we start messaging back and forth and I was like what if I meet you in Argentina. What if we do that? That's so romantic. And so she said, she said, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. So I drop out of my Spanish course. I had learnt no mucho, unfortunately. Necesito más practicar. But anyway, I decided I'll go and do that instead. So I head on down to uh, Argentina. And that's, again, magical. This whole thing is so heady and crazy. Um, she can speak fluent Spanish, which is basically magic to me at this point. Uh, and we have an incredible time. But that time also ends so then I'm back to Australia I don't know if you know much about geography but Australia is a long way from New York it's like time wise the worst possible time it's awful yeah, yeah it, time is, different. it is it is awful I have to drug myself to get through it frequently yeah yeah so <laughs> it's crazy and I think you know um, I was watching Past Lives recently which is an incredible film and it's set in the same there's a section set in the same time and the technology they use is the same so like Facebook looks the same and the Skype dial tone is the same I just remember that era so much because the yeah the, the stress of trying to keep um, things alive via not great technology at the time was was pretty heartbreaking and tough so we're we're talking about it and she was like okay we'll figure this out i'll come out to australia now are you are you guys an item or is this just what is the well, is think, there a I label this, point, this is does it need this one is long distance relationship number three for me so i guess by this time people are like oh here we go again <laughs> <laughs> this freaking guy so this here. is the one that i labeled insanity yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which three. again yeah. fair People always say, like, is it a good idea or a bad idea? And I always say, well, like, I don't know. It depends on the people. Relationships depend on the people in the relationship. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Three is it's too many. It's, it's yeah. not healthy. I have an issue. Um, 
Okay, so she comes over. It's incredible. We go to the beaches, go to the rainforest. We have a, a drunk history party, um, which we invited everyone to. So it's like you dress as your favorite character from history and we all are drunk. It's really good. Uh, so we have the best time. That's all great. She goes back to America again, heartbroken again. That's the thing with long distance, right? It's like repeated heartbreak. It's like death mm. of a thousand cuts, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just repeated heartbreak. The flip side of it is that that longing and angst, this is the, one of the things I love about being an artist and I always say people forget about whatever kind of art that you do. Any suffering or pain that you have is just grist for the mill, right? So like it sucks. It's we say painful, that on this podcast all the time. Every bad date's a great story. Exactly. Yeah. And that is an amazing thing to have in your back pocket. Any mm. bad experience I have, I sit there and think this might be going in a story or at least a little kindling. Yeah. And that's pretty magical. You know, yeah. that's useful. Also, like with the the whole little heart, mini heartbreaks, you've also got repeated honeymoon periods. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Like like other people that dies out, you guys get to have a, it's back on, it's back on, it's back on, honeymoon, 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 yeah, and then heartbreak. It's real peaks and valleys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real peaks and valleys. Um, so we figure out, okay, we're going to do another trip, I guess. Let's go back to the place where we met. Let's go full circle. We'll go back to India. So we meet up there. She's doing her thesis on the partition in um, in uh, Pakistan and India. Yep. So we go to Srinagar and we live for a little while on our houseboat there, which is fantastic. Uh, we'd wake up to the call to prayer every morning. We lived on a houseboat. We'd have to get ferried back and forth to the mainland. The main guy who's in the area who um, ferries people across, who's around our houseboat the most, falls in love with her very quickly. You don't meet a lot of very pretty American women with fluent Urdu. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that happened real fast. Very and pretty former ballerinas. Yes, yeah. Yes. What are, what are the other qualifications? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, yeah. So, she had fluent Odo. And I, yeah, I didn't, I even gave up. This guy would say good morning directly to her and nothing to me. Oh. I was like, all right, we're doing this. Yeah, right. I, what else am I going to do? Push him overboard. That's uh, what yeah, you do. I can't buy a jet ski. Uh, <laughs> so, this is happening, I guess. So, we have our time there. And then we leave from Srinagar to. Lay in Ladakh, which is this incredible part of India that's uh, right at the top of, uh, right next to the Tibetan border. So it's a lot of uh, Tibetan people of Tibetan descent. It's yep. uh, mostly Buddhist. There's like a 900 year old castle. It's spectacular. We get in the Jeep um, with some Irish. Uh, teachers who've been there and like, oh, we've been going crazy. You know, we've been in this town. There's no no drink to be had in this whole place. We've been going absolutely crazy. And I, I, I hate to perpetuate a stereotype. This is a real thing that happened. And I was like, oh, how long have you been here? They're like, five days. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. Uh, so we get in the Jeep. It's 16 hours from Srinagar to Leh in this packed Jeep. I immediately get gastro, like as soon as oh, my butt hits no. the seat. It kicks yeah. in real hard. Oh, God. And again... Looking at the silver lining, no trip I ever have will be more painful than that, right? That's like people are like, oh, painful. I went on trip and our, our plane got delayed by two hours. I'm like, oh, world's tiniest violin. Like yeah. once you've done the jeep with the gastro, that's oh, like that's it. That's the worst one ever. No. Um. So it's 16 hours. As we're pulling into Lay, I remember um the dude had a, a CD player in his car, which was outdated even for the time, and also the roads are real bouncy, so yep. it's not real helpful. Um, I can never hear that song. You know the Britney song that starts? It's Britney, bitch. Yes. So he's playing this and it just keeps looping on that. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. Like again and again and again and again. Do and you I think of it every time you spew now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually, it drove me like uh, right into Britney hysteria. Um, I'm happy she's doing well these days. But uh, Is that she was, though? 
Sure, that's well, up for debate. Yeah, mm. out of the conservatorship. Let's yeah, not get into it. Yeah. I'm not a pop culture. <laughs> Better, maybe. Yes. So we wake up in the morning and um, the sunlight's streaming down on our faces because uh, we realised the hotel we'd booked into just had a, a hole cut like directly in the roof. Oh. Like, the sun just came okay, straight cool. through that. Uh, so then we have some more time together. We go trekking. We're trekking through the Himalayas. It's full circle. It's where we met. It's all very magical. We decide we're doing this thing. It's it's happening. It's real. One of us is moving. It's, yeah, we're doing this thing. Wow. Wow. So, which is what you've always got to do in long distance. That's a tricky thing. It's either you move, I move, we both move. What or are we it's doing? Over. Is the end yeah. game. So it's, got, it's got to be one of those. You're going to have a clock Who on that. Who proposed that first? I mean, I don't know if I can remember. Which or means is probably it, me. Are you yeah. caught up? Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. like, dear God, please let's end this long yeah. distance yeah. thing. <laughs> I think we were both pretty, you know, I was, yeah, I was pretty mobile at the time. Like I, yeah, I'd written just my first book which wasn't making a great amount of money, but like I was like, okay, I've written something. I guess I can write some more stuff. Um, I got my second book contract in an internet cafe in India. I was like, okay, cool. I feel legit. This is happening. Book two. This is great. Uh, still obviously not going to make any money, but I was like, I can just teach English. That's fine. I can do that wherever. Yeah. I've done that before. Yeah. It's great. Got great job. I'll do that. So I go back home. I start making plans. Uh, I take a, a one-year contract teaching and we plan to make it all happen at the end of that year. So... I'm Who's moving money. where? Uh, so the plan is I'm going to move to New York while she finishes her degree. Wise. I'll stay then with you get her to live in New bit. York for a bit. Yeah, that's a good, so cool. it's a good situation. The plan is she's got a little bit left on her degree by that time. We'll stay there for a little bit and then she'll go work for an NGO somewhere and I'll just go teach English wherever she is. So it's a, not a bad plan. Yeah, it's, cool. It's, so it's, it's like got, a life it's of got travel legs. kind it's of got thing. It's got legs. Yeah. So we make the big plans. I, uh, I save up my money. I start saying my long goodbyes to people, you know, it's been real. Yep, you're wrapping up your, your old life. Here yeah, we yeah, go, yeah. moving on. Getting ready for wheels up. Uh, and then, you know, I'd start, we move through the year, I buy the plane tickets, I convert all my cash, um, quit my job, move out of my house. Uh, I'm staying with my mom for like the couple of weeks before. I'm ready to roll. This is, this is real, it's happening. I've said goodbye, we're up. And then... Everyone knows where this is going, right? Like everyone knows where <laughs> oh, this is going. It's, I'm getting a prickly, uncomfortable yeah. feeling. So mm-hmm. the time difference is painful. And again, bear in mind, uh, especially younger listeners, bear in mind that oh, was this 12, 13 years ago, the difference in technology was significant. So you could have video calls, but they were dicey. They would drop out. They were choppy. And that mattered a lot when it's an intense emotional connection. Oh so, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So that yes. made it quite painful. So we could do this stuff, but it wasn't great. It wasn't where it was now. I mean, if the pandemic had happened back then, even worse. Anyway, so uh, the communication starts to fall off a little bit. She's not answering messages and emails as much. I was like, okay, there's stuff going on. That's, that's, that's all right. You know, I don't want to freak out. Um, let's not freak out too much. It's a busy time. It's She's a, probably really busy a, setting up for me. Yeah. And the time zones. It's yeah, really, yeah. It's really time weird. Zones. She's yeah. studying. Yeah. How many excuses can we make? Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> many. So there's a, there's a long gap, like the longest gap there's been yet in, in replies. Finally hear back from her. I'm like, it's just fine. I didn't hear back from you. It's totally fine. But what, what was happening? It's just so I know. It's just my own personal reference. It's just so I know. Um, but it's totally cool. Yeah, I'm it's fine. Just, I'm it's so cool, but it's like whatever, whatever. Like, cool. Uh, okay, so it was actually pretty severe. Her her very good friend's dad had had a severe heart attack, so she oh, was wanting to be there for her friend, which is great. Uh, and then, so she was, you know, she'd been at the hospital, all this was happening. Um, historical context, Occupy Wall Street is breaking out. So yes. things are nuts 
right where she is. Like, and she's going to some of the marches and everything as well. So the world is pretty chaotic at the time. This stuff is happening. And she says to me, listen, my friend's dad having that heart attack reminded me, like my dad has a heart condition. He's likely not going to be around as long as he should be. He's got more of a clock in him than most men his age. I want him to meet his grandkid before he goes. So if we are doing this, oh yes, we need to have a kid quickly. Oh, and you're wow. st- you're not even in, you're not even you've you're not, not even left in the country. country. Yeah. <sighs> We're not in the same country. We don't have anything approaching stable income or jobs you or housing. You don't know or, how it's like anything. to live together properly. We haven't properly lived together. I don't know if I want to have kids at all at this yeah. stage. I'm leaning towards no at this time in my life. Uh, so all of these are pretty big concerns. So she was like, if we're going to do this, that's it's got to be a, a hard yes. And so I took a little bit of time. I thought about it and I tried to be a good person. And I came back and I said, I, I cannot give you a hard yes on this. I don't yeah. think it's right. I don't think you have a kid for that reason. I understand no. where you're coming from. I think it's very sweet. I know you love your dad. Your dad's a great guy. All of that. I still don't think you have a kid for that reason. No. no. Like, I don't think it's... We're too unstable. Get, uh, a year down the line, two years down the line, entirely possible. But I, the, I can't say yes to at this. At the time, did you say or broach, I think you're doing this for the wrong reason? Did you bring yeah, that up in an argument? Yeah, you I, can't I, say that to someone, I know. Like, I, I, I think I, might, I may have... I'm being kind to myself by believing that I phrase it this way. I think yes. I phrase it as, I don't think that would be the right decision. Blah, blah, blah. But who knows? It's, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm probably recoloring that in my brain a little bit. So we have this conversation. It's very painful, very difficult. I, I feel like it's the right choice. Um, and she was like, okay, I guess I'll see you soon. And so I was like, okay, sounds good. What does that mean? Communication, though? not good for another couple of days. I'm, I'm getting towards wheels up. I'm getting towards getting on this plane. And then I got, uh, I got the email, right? Like the long oh. email. Uh, so I read it. I like. I knew what it was just when I saw the length, right? You yeah. know how sometimes when you're having yeah. this intense back and forth, whether it's romantic, friendship, whatever, and you suddenly get a big mm-hmm. chunk. It means it's always been a long time the thinking of, it out. The wall of text. I was wondering. I was wondering if even the title of the the subject yeah, of the email the gave you. I think we just had a thread that was five thousand oh, okay. minutes oh, okay, long. Cool. So yeah. So yeah, it was bad. I uh, I called her. And we had the talk, and she I think was out on a street corner, and yeah, it was noisy, and it was dropping in and out, and yeah, obviously my heart like just immediately shattered into fifty bazillion pieces, and I'm like I just lay there on the floor at the little room I was staying in at my mom's, and I was just completely shattered and broken, and yeah, absolutely agonizing, next level apocalyptic heartbreak, um. And then I had logistics to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> so like, like yeah. normal breakups. Normal breakups, you just need to deal with the heartbreak most of the time. Yeah. But yeah. like, holy shit, you have no job now. Yeah, I got <laughs> no job. I got no house. Uh, it's like a country song. Uh, no, yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, now. Uh, I can't go to New York no more. Um, so I had to like uh, cancel my flights. I booked internal flights as well as like my big international. And they canceled like, don't worry, as long as you use your flight within one year, you can still keep this credit. And I was like, I'm not going to America in the next year, you jerks. Like, <laughs> give me my money back. So just that money was burnt. The exchange uh, money was burnt. Was pretty expensive breakup for someone who wasn't living together. Yes. Um, so there's all that. Uh, <laughs> then I had to do a, like, you know that Ben Folds five song where the guy's 
constantly saying he's leaving and he's not. Yeah. Yes. Uh, then I had to do that. I just started showing up to parties and be like, hey, guys, <laughs> remember how I didn't go to New York? <laughs> and people were pretty cool about it. They're like, oh, it sucks. Uh, but I felt real weird about it. Yeah, like, yeah. Did you, uh, uh, in, the, in the moment, did you protect yourself and lie and give different excuses or did you tell people, nope, it no, ended? No, I think are. I just ripped the bandaid because like, otherwise you could have the conversation yeah. too many times. Yep. Mm. I feel like you let people know and then it, it's you pretty... You just need to send out your own long email saying, look, this is what happened, it's, it's pretty don't good, ask me about it. It's pretty good <laughs> gossip, so it went yeah. around pretty quick. Um, but that was all pretty painful. So I'm at pretty much rock bottom. Rock bottom. I, I find a, a friend who is like, look, I got someone moving in in like six weeks, but you can have the room till then until you find a house. So I move in with this guy who's very cool. He had no phone, uh, no internet, no TV in his place. It was very monastic. So I move in there. I'm sleeping on a, a foam mattress on the floor. Um, I, I had some freelance journalism I was doing. I interviewed Yo Nesbo, the, uh, the thriller writer. And he was very cool. And he was talking about like how he'd made it as a writer. And I was like, okay, I guess I got to just turn my focus back here, try and make this thing happen. I'm, uh, I'm sitting on my crappy foam mattress one night reading June. And I look over and a cockroach just like crawls past oh. me. And I just laughed so <laughs> yeah. hard. I was like, this is it, baby. <laughs> 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 You're living was, with the cockroaches now. it was so funny. Um, <laughs> But I, yeah, I remember that actually being a beautiful moment. I have a real strong sense memory of that time and that moment. And uh, slowly I started to put the pieces back together. I moved into a pretty great share house. I got some other work. Uh, I kind of got back on track. I wrote the next book and all that. Um, and I think the, the craziest thing about it that I think about all the time is like, I remember in that moment being like, okay, this is it. This was my big chance. This was the person and I let it fall apart. That's it for me. I am done. Uh, which is so hilariously naive and so normal. Like, mm. I think it's mm. so normal in your 20s to be like, that's it. That person didn't work out. I'm done. Uh, it's never working out for me. It's so hilariously normal and so completely wrong. There's some, um, I don't know what it is about your 20s. I don't know. You agonize about... Mean, you through your, As your teenager, you, you're doing all this growing up. Look at me. I'm growing up. I'm mm-hmm. and I'm moving. And look at me now. And then you get into your 20s and that's it, apparently. This is my adulthood life. And then if, 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 I'm, if I meet and break up with someone, that's it. I will never date again. Yeah. Relax, yeah, people opposite. in your 20s. Relax. You got, you got so much more time. I went from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship going, cool, I'm going to make it work out with someone. And then I got to my 30s and went, I quit. <laughs> okay. And I have a quit ever bit, since. A little later for some. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I just tried to put it all back together. It was... Uh, pretty painful and brutal but yeah a very kind of validating visceral experience and I think about it a lot sort of referring to what we said at the start I heard both a, a writer and a comedian give the same advice to up and coming writers slash comedians recently which was to these people who come out to me like what do I do how do I make it blah blah and they're like your craft is good you've worked on this your craft is excellent your you know your stage command is good your grasp of syntax whatever is good whatever was pertinent to their disciplines what you haven't done is got life experience. You are young mm, and smart yep. and capable and don't have a well to draw from. Mm. And they like the advice is always, and it is a cliche, but sometimes things are cliches because they're frequently true, right? Mm. And so the advice is like, go out and make some mistakes, get your heart broken. And I think it's such good advice. Like mm. really throw yourself out there. Yeah, I'm such a, a crazy romantic, but I don't regret any of it because it's great stuff to draw from and you grow as a person because of it. And that's pretty great. That's kind of what this podcast is all about. Hey, like yes. we love listening to all of these stories of times when we've made mistakes because there's always a lesson to be learned mm. from them. And speaking of lessons to be learned, 
What did you learn from all of this? Well, I think, yeah, I think the one I just said, and then the other one was um, three long-distance relationships is too many, which is why I swore I'd never do it again and, and only did it one more time. Only did it one yep. more time. How? Yep. Okay. So what was the time between the end of this one and the start of the next one where you went, you know what's a really good idea? Long distance. Okay, to be fair, I met, <laughs> I met the next person in Brisbane. <laughs> I met the next person in Brisbane and then mm-hmm. there was some visa stuff and mm-hmm. she had to move away because mm-hmm. of that. So mm-hmm. it was pretty outside of my control. So you still yeah. have avoided the time question. How, yeah, how long? It was maybe a year. Okay, uh, yeah. after you quit dating altogether and yes. yet you're back into <laughs> long distance. No, I'll, I'll pay it. It's okay as long as you met them in Brisbane. Sure, that somehow gets around the loophole <laughs> of it being wrong. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair I, I like that uh, we opened up with a what didn't you learn <laughs> with that one. Um, I've got several. Okay, mm. go. Every story is valid is my first one. Mm. Yes. Or important or interesting or unique. And it's a, so that's a... And that's what I've learned on this podcast as a whole, I think. Mm. You, everyone, a lot of people meander through life thinking, I don't matter or I'm not interesting, but you are. You're the only person on this. There's 8 billion people on this planet now, but you're the only one with your story, your mm. experience. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting just because it's unique. Uh, kids 100% is my note on my notebook. If you aren't 100% sure about having kids, then don't fucking have children. It was brought up in your story about... Uh, her father maybe not having much time and wouldn't it be great if she she could introduce him to grandchildren unless you're 100% yes I can don't like don't pursue it it would be mine I think we've covered that on this show before you yeah have to I be- kind of I'm I'm arming about that one because I know a few friends who um have been very like oh I don't know I don't know and then they've had kids and it provided clarity or like I think if it's an immediate no then you know that in your gut and that's not going to change but I just think that the conversation needs to be had mm-hmm. as early as possible mm-hmm. before you um, buy plane tickets to uproot your entire life. And to be fair, when I when I met my wife, and we were pretty early on when she was like, I need to know where you stand on kids, which was a very smart question to have yes. early. I was like, I am leaning towards no. And she was like, I need you to be open to it or we can't keep going. Mm. And See, I was, that is an amazing boundary to set at yeah. the start because yeah, if that is something smart. that you know that you want and somebody says absolutely not you can't just embark on a relationship hoping that you'll mm-hmm. change them they have to agree to the fact that they might be open to it so i think that's incredibly smart of her yeah we got our second kid on the way next yeah year, so, so yeah, 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 well yeah. done <laughs> what made you change your mind about that um so my my reasons for no were largely environmental so largely yeah. uh about contribution to emissions and climate change and everything else and i guess i heard someone i think on a podcast actually talking about how that's a a pessimistic approach which undervalues the possibilities of the next generation and I think that was like a, a main thing that I thought about it's like underval- it's looking at the whole world through the lens of our generation and saying we've done this we made these mistakes the next one's going to do that too and that's insulting to people who aren't here yet and I thought that was a really interesting framework and then Hannah I think also it was so important to her and um, and 
yeah, it turned out to be a really wonderful decision for us and it's been brilliant. But yeah, it's an important one to have early. Yeah, if you're in a serious relationship, you've got to get that on the table. You've got to put it on the table. And then I understand in this situation that there was a life-changing event that clarified things for um, this Ivy. Um, So sometimes your position will change and it it was great of her to bring that up as soon as the position changed. And I think that that probably saved a lot of future heartbreak and fucking around for both of you that as soon as that came into her sphere as something she knew she wanted soon she brought that up with you Mm. which I think is really you know well done on on her part Um, my lessons were largely similar in that that many long distance relationships is insanity Um, one thing that I did come across is that if you are going to do a long distance relationship doing really cute things like letter writing a plus. Oh, listen, I recommend letter writing to someone else in your city. It's just really fun and sweet and nice and you think more about the communication you're sending. You spend more time with it. Yeah. It's more significant. I'm, I'm a big advocate of letter Friends, writing. if you've got my address, write me a letter. I'll write you one back. Come on. I'm not going to put my address on this podcast because that's just insanity. <laughs> no. But if you already have it, uh, send me a letter and I will send you some back and maybe not put glitter in it. I don't know. Who's to know? <laughs> <laughs> anything's, anything's possible. <laughs> and I think the other lesson that I've learned is that you that one great thing when traveling is that you can have these wonderful romances and flings. But I think we need to apply a little bit of the fuck it travel mentality to every day in our real life. Because can you imagine some of the amazing experiences that we could have on a day-to-day basis if we had the same I'm only here once like think yeah. about I'm only here on this earth once, you know, rather than I'm only in this country once and you could open yourself up to a whole bunch of really beautiful, amazing experiences. Yes, uh, it's, a, it's wonderful advice, not just for relationships and dating, just in your yeah. life in general. Uh, say you get 85 years if you're lucky. That's if you're lucky on this planet. So uh, try and make every second count if you yeah. can. And I mean, don't feel the pressure to make every second count because shit, that's, that's, yeah. that's intense. But like sometimes when you're like, I could stay in or fuck it, I could do this, fuck it and go and do that. Now, Josh... Give us a plug again at the end of yes. the podcast of all of the places that we can find you and your work. Okay, so I'm J.M. Donellan. That's D-O-N-E-L-L-A-N across the various platforms. So you can find me. They have pretty much left Twitter because that's on fire, but anywhere else you can find me. Twitter doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's right. now this X ridiculousness. X, X going to give it to you. Um, <laughs> can I say that on this? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can find me across all those things. My main things I've got out recently are the novel Rumours of Her Death and... Lenore's Last Funeral and then I've got a bunch of other things I've done in the past I've got poetry books you can go check out other novels I've written uh, working on the film for this one there's a podcast called Six Cold Feet that I feature in season two yeah you were great thanks for being on that thank (laughs) you thank you for having me and also um, Miss Mel Zanetti of Bluey fame she's now enormous I feel like (laughs) I feel like we're all on equal success trajectory (laughs) so we're all doing about the same we're all going to have Bluey fame yep yep, we're all going to be on the front cover of magazines looking fabulous and being on Jimmy Fallon and all of that (laughs) Emmy winning stuff that's yeah we're all in the same podcast studio and that's where all of our careers are headed (laughs) I won't hear a word against it. Um, Thank you so much for telling that incredible story. Thanks for having me. I think that one thing I've really loved about listening to you is that you have a very much writer's sense of detail and taking in the small, minute things that are happening um, as the story unfolds in your life. And I think that just makes for such great storytelling. I'm just imagining a cockroach walking past you now, waving at you, (laughs) tipping its hat as it goes past. (laughs) 
Um, but in the meantime, everybody, if you want to guest on Ghosts of Boyfriends Past, if you have anything to plug, if you have a story that you can tell us. Like, I mean, if you've got something to plug, just make up a story and come and tell it to us because we'll put you on. I don't vet these things as long as it's a good story. Yeah. Come on here. Um, and you can go to, what is it? That's not canon.com forward slash Ghosts of Boyfriends Past or Ghosts of Boyfriends Past at gmail.com. Yes, that's right. And even if it's a small paragraph of a story, send it in anyway because we have our quickie mini-sodes just for the leftovers, just for the, not leftovers, that's the wrong word to use. No, no, that no. Implies for, the, for the short, sharp and excellent <laughs> yes. stories that won't take up a full episode but there's still lessons to be learned and laughs to be had. I feel a bit kumbaya today. I'm not liking them. We can all laugh and love together. Like, or we can laugh at you because your story is very funny. We can change the energy yep. if you want. Now, listen up, all right? We're charting all over, over the, all around this planet. That's true. Because of you telling your friends and loved ones to listen to the show. Keep doing it. I want more. Oh, you're not demanding or anything. <laughs> it's, it's my look, birthday uh, this week of, uh, of recording, so that would be a lovely birthday present for me. Look, if you want to send in a review for Tom's birthday, even if it only says, happy birthday, Tom, and gives us a certain amount of stars that's not one or two or three or four. Um, <laughs> but anything else is, is, is on the table. Or share the podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. And look, just always remember the advice that um, for long-distance relationships is way too many. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.